0: You're listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. My name is Chad Hunsberger, and with me today is Or Barak. Or how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. So glad you're with us. If you uh, are a regular listener to the Christ and All podcast, then you know that we have had kind of a series uh, amongst the series, or kind of within thinking through some different cultures, um, specifically uh, what what those cultures are like, as well as even like how we might uh, interact with those cultures, pray for people from those places, um, and and those sort of things, and or First of all, actually, Orr was the one that gave me that idea, and so I was so thankful for that, I'm, uh, and, and we are blessed at Colonial Heights to have people from a variety of places around the world and the cultures that they represent, and so um, we kind of wanted to learn more about even some of our own church members, and Or is one of those who brings some of that beautiful variety to us, uh, or you are from Israel, born there. Uh, lived there That's lots right. of your life, lived in the States some when you were a kid, but then sure. went back, uh, lived there until the last four or five years when you and your family moved here, right? That's right. So, um, so personal note, or uh, and and his family mean a lot to me and my family. We are uh, great friends and, and consider him a, just a, a dear brother. So I'm so thankful to have you on here on the podcast with us.
0: Yeah, it's great to be here and, and Chad, as you said, I... Uh, moved to Mississippi from Israel, where I was born and raised, and uh, I moved here about five years ago. And it's been quite different. Yeah. Uh, it, it sometimes people ask me what was it like, or what do you miss the most, and my answer is usually, it's totally different. Uh. There's almost nothing you can really compare it with, and so I I thought it would be fun to uh, to learn about other people from yeah. from other cultures that we have here and, and at Colonial Heights and in our local community. And, and, and yes, uh, I would love to to share about the culture that I grew up in and uh, still hold uh, a, to be a major part of who I am and my identity and my life and the way I lead my family. And um, yeah, I thought it'd be, it'd be great to um, uh, to talk about that a little bit, about what Israeli culture is like, yeah. and uh, where it comes from. Sure. It's quite unique because it, it does go back a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah. fill us in some on that. Like obviously, uh, there's a long history. Sure. Right. It's it's way longer than like U.S. history. Yes. <laughs> so so help us think through some of of even uh, maybe in a snapshot of history that. And how that plays into today's culture?
0: Sure. I mean, we meet the people of Israel or the Jewish people going all the way back to the Book of Genesis, where we have the the literal person Israel. Yeah. Uh, where uh, you know Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, and his sons and their families moved to Egypt, and really we already see a glimpse of what's been the reality for the people of Israel for thousands of years uh they were faced with great suffering and slavery and they were eventually brought out from mm-hmm. that delivered from that into the promised land but it wasn't easy right they, they still faced a lot of uh trouble trials oppression uh and and time after time they were delivered a lot of it was uh to their own fault uh Their life wasn't easy. They were uh, taken into exile Mm -hmm. uh, and and then returned. Uh, But then that land was conquered over and over by the Greek and the Romans. Uh, and, And then really shortly after the stories that we know about in the New Testament, in the late first century into second century, the Roman Empire really... Cracked down on the people of Israel. They did not like the amount of influence they had mm. and the amount of trouble that they were creating in the empire, and so they came in and killed a lot of them, destroyed the temple, uh, and really, the the Jewish people were dispersed all throughout the empire, and their their culture and their identity were really suppressed for really hundreds of years throughout all the the Middle Ages, and they were uh, in the 13th century, expelled from England and then from France and then from Spain with the Spanish Inquisition in the 15th century, and they ended up landing in uh, Eastern Europe and what is today Poland and Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, that wasn't it because it all culminated in uh, the the 20th century and what we know as the Second World War and sure. the Holocaust, where you know Hitler's regime was was really not too far from. Completely exterminating hmm. the the Jewish people, and so that was really the height of the crisis that led to uh, 1948, which is when the state of Israel was formed right. officially and recognized by the world, I mean, not unanimously, but sure. uh, it was really the first time since maybe before exile to Babylon that hmm. the Jewish people had autonomy.
1: So that's interesting to even I mean obviously history books right like that's sure. true um but even just to think of it in that sort of time frame of we're talking about like the stuff we see in the Old Testament the exile and then n- then like you said the 20th century uh that's when there's like that's how long sure. of of if you want to use weight uh long of a of a uh, without uh in that sense. And so that's, it's even interesting to just put it in that perspective.
0: Yeah. And there's still today, thousands of people that, that, that experienced the creation of the state of Israel, sure, the declaration sure. of independence. And so all those uh, events uh, really fed into the culture that we have today. And so when, when we, we talk about Israeli culture and Jewish culture, that's a really important backdrop. We're focusing on the Jewish people since they are by far the largest people group Mm -hmm. in Israel. They make up about 75% of the population, uh, and and they are the ones that that really drive and influence Mm -hmm. and uh, really determine the the culture of the country. Uh, but, But all those events really feed into it because... Uh, if you think about that level of crisis, of, of a real threat, not only to individuals, but to a, a really a nation, a people, uh, that creates a mentality of self-preservation. And what you see today in, in the state of Israel is, is really that mentality still. Uh, you're talking about 75 years later, which is, in the grand scheme of things, not that long. Uh, you see that mentality of there is no one. That will work with us. There is no mm. one that will help us. We have to do this for ourselves mm-hmm. because, really, the world has proven time and time again that they will go against us and mm. they will try to destroy us. And so, there is really um, a, a sense of uh, being closed off mm. from the world. And and so when it when it comes to uh, our listeners that are you know christian believers in christ and uh they'll they'll be asking uh, what can we do or how can we pray for israel and how can we engage sure. with people from israel it's really tough because the starting point uh from the perspective of the average israeli is i don't want to open up i don't want to engage mm-hmm. uh the world has been a threat
1: it's like a hard is it is it hard for uh Israeli particular, maybe Jews to trust because of that, like trust that, like that's why they don't want to open up, right? Because yeah. I'm not, the world has shown to be is proven to be untrustworthy. So, Absolutely. is that is that is it some of that?
0: Absolutely, and I would say, even, even it's, it's also subconsciously, mm-hmm. uh very much a a reality because the nation of Israel, the state of Israel, when it was created in 1948 in the Declaration of Independence, it is defined as a Jewish state. Mm -hmm. And it is culturally ingrained from a very young age that it is a privilege to be of the Jewish religion uh, and along with the history of all the things that happened you're not really open to receiving any other option. It is very much a strong part of your identity that mm-hmm. is unfathomable almost to give up mm. or to change from. And so, you know, proselytizing to to minors is flat out illegal mm. in Israel because that, that um, instinct or reflex of preservation is very, very much a reality um, yes, it's it's uh, influenced by things that happened hundreds or thousands of years ago, but it is a buildup of things that happened that that led us to this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, on on just uh, help help me think generally. Um, think think more uh, on the casual side of things. Uh, what are some things about Israeli culture that you said, like, what do people say? What do you miss? Whatever. But uh, w- what are some things about whether it's meals or uh, uh, times that you do things, uh, holidays, that kind of stuff that kind of uh, stand out about the culture?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so I think, again, a lot of it is is driven from the starting point yeah, of yeah. that. Urgent need to establish a, a country, mm-hmm. a civilization, and so when you fast forward to today, Israel is a very very modern nation. It is a um, really in a lot of ways a leader in the world when it comes to technology. Uh, it is very much a Western mm-hmm. nation, um, you know, definitely compared to its neighbors in the Middle sure, East. Sure, uh, and it is I think quite different from how the average, I would say, American would perceive Israel being in the Middle East and reading about the nation Mm -hmm. of Israel in the Bible. A lot of times that's what people think uh, it is today, and it is very much not. So it it is very modern, especially in the last uh, 20 years with globalization uh, and technology innovations. It's become much more connected to the world. Uh, and, And so my childhood growing up, Um, it it was in a lot of basic ways similar to what we would have here, but the culture is different. The traditions are different. Uh, You talked about meals and holidays. Uh, It is a much smaller country geographically. Mm -hmm. It is about the size of New Jersey. Uh, And so everyone is in close proximity to mm-hmm. one another. The family unit is very strong and the ex- extended family unit is very strong and gets together often and celebrates holidays and birthdays and other special occasions. Um, a lot of, again, because the the, the country is relatively relatively new and came up from nothing. A lot of the, um, meals consist of locally grown produce, mm-hmm. uh, and and other you know other ingredients that sure. that had to have been developed over the years locally, and so it is um, influenced by a lot of different cuisines historically because you had people from all over mm-hmm. Europe, Northern Africa, Asia, Russia, uh, come to Israel, the state of Israel, in the '40s and '50s and '60s, and and later on as well, and so you got a, a lot of different um, flavors, Mm. both food and otherwise. Uh, And and it was very, very, very special. Uh, I I look back, I had a a wonderful, wonderful childhood. But um, I think one of the things that we can certainly pray for Mm -hmm. the nation of Israel and the the people of Israel is um, there's a very, very, very small number of uh, evangelical Christians mm-hmm. uh, in Israel today. We talked you know, about the Jewish people being uh, about 75% of the population. There's a there's, um, relatively small population of uh, Muslims and uh, uh, Catholics and Orthodox Christians. Uh, I would say uh, evangelical Christians probably make up uh, less than half a percent. The uh, mm-hmm. thing is, the latest uh, approximation with those small numbers, it's even harder to approximate. And the um, really the, the modern day Jewish uh, approach to spiritual life is that the way that you gain salvation is by works. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of maybe the chicken and the egg a little bit with the mentality of the creation of the state of Israel, where you had to work for it mm-hmm. uh, to survive, I think uh, that is really the mentality today is uh, even with practicing Jews, the way to really achieve that spiritual uh, goal is by doing good works. And, uh, you know, as, as, uh, as Christians, as followers of Christ, we often say not only should we not do it alone, we can't. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we need to be saved by grace. Uh, there's nothing that we can do to save ourselves. And that is very much not the case. And to uh, engage with someone from Israel in that way mm-hmm. is going to be difficult because not only do they not believe that, but they are uh, their culture tells them not to even not consider to need, right Not to need it. Not to at need all. that. And yeah. that it goes against their... Uh, instinct of preservation to even open up to the possibility mm-hmm. of that and so I would say relationships mm-hmm. uh, I, I know in, in several previous episodes uh, we've talked a lot about relationships I would say that is the case uh, on an individual person-to-person basis uh, people are very open to relationships yeah. and and once those are established uh, it, it is much easier to have those conversations and and uh, That's the hard way. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's like, it's the hard way, it's the long way, but it is also, like, the way that it most often happens uh, in in seemingly every culture we talk about, uh, our our own as well. Um, Or your family has done an excellent job with my family in kind of teaching us some of the uh, Hebrew... um, Holidays and that that were celebrated in Scripture, and even some that are a more if modern's the right word, but um, that that really end up pointing to Christ. Uh, that that those who um, st- still hold to those uh, without seeing Jesus as that fulfillment, but but as a believer, we we see the fulfillment of the Old Testament in Christ, and so um, you have brought us. It brought my family into some of that, which I'm so thankful. Um, uh, briefly, tell us a little bit, because you know, there's too many of them to try to cover them all. But, but tell us a little bit about that impact on uh, the the culture there. How you you mentioned holidays are significant. We're kind of in mid holiday season between this Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year, and and everybody around here the seasons, greetings, happy holidays. It feels like from you know. Basically, Halloween through the end of the year feels like this holiday time. Uh, in in Jewish culture, there is uh, not just Israeli culture, but in Jewish culture, there is like uh, uh, a lot more holidays and much more throughout the year. Um, yeah, how does that play into uh, culture there, as well as as a believer uh, in intertwining, kind of demonstrating Christ being that example?
0: Sure. Yes, there are more holidays, and a lot of them do come from Scripture. Uh, you know, if we just, t- we, we touched on the deliverance from Egypt, and so yep. Passover is celebrated every year in the spring, and that is a very, very significant holiday. It's celebrated for a whole week. Uh, and, and once again, that holiday, as well as several others, c- celebrate the fact that the, the people of Israel overcame a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, it was the Egyptians. Uh, if we talk about Hanukkah, which is a holiday that we celebrate in December, so during this season of holidays, is um, is the Greeks, uh, and so it comes back to that celebration of a Jewish nation's triumph mm. over another, uh, and solidifies and strengthens that mm-hmm. identity that that I that I mentioned earlier. Uh, there's definitely been a change for me coming to know the Lord at age 22 and really discovering the the, the extra layer of meaning and significance that these holidays have and how uh, they point to Christ and the, the, the celebration that it was for me. And I think also the... You mentioned that, that we work to share it with others around us here in this community where um, a lot of people don't celebrate these holidays and know these traditions. I think that those holidays are a great way to engage with Jewish people, with people from Israel who would be surprised if you knew anything mm. about their holidays mm-hmm. And the traditions of what they celebrate and what they mean, uh, because it is again a way to come together as a Jewish nation. And they would never think that someone outside of that would know
1: anything about those holidays. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, as as a believer who was in Israel as a believer now. Here as a believer, you mentioned a couple of things we can be praying for. Is um, anything else come to mind that you would like to to mention? Um, whether it's evangelistically or prayer thoughts or any of that kind of thing? Yeah, I think the the
0: perception of a lot of people is that the nation of Israel, because they are God's chosen people, mm. uh, will be fine, mm-hmm. and. You know, God will help them and they'll figure it out and all will be good. but I would say the nation of Israel needs just as much mm. uh, prayer and support to um, uh, really help share that good news mm-hmm. like I said there is there are almost no um, no no believers in mm-hmm. Israel that that really hold to um, our our spiritual uh, core beliefs that, that we are, um, that Jesus came and is our savior and we are saved um, by grace and that um, it is only through him that we can be saved. Yeah. And, and sharing that word is difficult and is needed urgently. And um, I think we, we can pray for the people of Israel to be open to it. We can pray for um, uh, people to go there and do that work in a challenging environment in a very, very different culture. Uh, And for those relationships to grow and blossom and for the gospel to be shared in a way that that brings glory to God uh, through his people.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I I think the one last thing I will say is um, there is, uh, you you mentioned earlier maybe uh, like perceptions of people. And I would, would just want it to be very clear that um, we are not anti-any people uh, as as the body of Christ. Uh, we're certainly not anti-Hebrew people, anti-Israelites. Uh, we we are not any of that. And so, uh, as a church, we want to be ones who say, you know, like we we love our Jewish friends. We love people from every nation, every tribe, every tongue." and uh, we want to do whatever we can to display that. There, what, what happened in the 1940s was uh, atrocious, right? What, it, was, it really happened, and it, was, uh, it, it should break our hearts that any image-bearer uh, that this is taking place at all. And so uh, whether you're looking back to the 1940s or you're looking back at the 1500s, as you talked about, or you're looking back to uh, Egypt, or looking present when people speak or uh, take action that is obviously uh, against a people group in any way, uh, we are opposed to that. And so, I just wanted to be clear uh, who we are as just a church, who we are as brothers, and what what Christians uh, ought to must stand for and stand up for. Um, and so, I just I, I guess I just wanted to make that abundantly clear. Um, to us that that's who we are as followers of Christ.
0: Sure and again uh I would say that my main identity is in Christ. Yeah. And uh being from Israel, being Jewish is it is part of who I am. It is part of my identity, but what we share ultimately yeah. is is our citizenship in heaven as followers of Christ. And so that really ought to be the the goal of 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 all of us. Uh, to show that, mm-hmm. not just talk about it, but to show that in our lives uh, and uh, no no acts of hate or violence towards any people shows that love that Christ showed right. for us. And so um, certainly since since moving here and, and joining this local body, it, it has been tremendously um, it's been a tremendous joy for, for myself and for our family to, um, to, j- to join this community of believers. And it's been, it's been a real blessing for us and um, just looking forward to continuing doing that good work.
1: Yeah, that's good news. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, if you think so, you can rate it, review, share it on your social media. If you have a question you would like to be answered more specifically, uh, you can send an email to info at colonialheights.org. Or I really appreciate you uh, being here with us today. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. It's
0: been a blast. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.